0: Hello and welcome to the Soccer Speakeasy. Today is uh, Wednesday, the 6th of October, 2021. I'm Mike Race, joined per usual by our fine crew beat writer, Jacob Myers, and the photographer of the century, uh, one Kyle Robertson. You know, as we talk here, the crew is coming off a... Uh, a three to nothing loss at Philadelphia, and uh, despite being up a man for most of the second half, it it really it wasn't that close. Well, I shouldn't say that, uh, Jacob. How would you describe um, uh, their their last outing at Philadelphia and Chester, Pennsylvania?
1: I mean, after coming off of probably their best two games of the year against Montreal and the Campiones Cup against Cruz Azul, um, it was kind of. A- to what we've seen, giving up a goal pretty much out of nothing, one that I still don't understand how that gets into the net off a a free kick from a center back, and then you give up a goal off a transition, losing the ball like they had done most of the first half uh, in the opening minute of the second half. And as Josh Williams said, and I'm sure we'll get to his comments after the game, that 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 was the backbreaker. Um, So the game to me was pretty much done at that point, but then obviously they had a chance with the penalty that was saved and uh, Andre Blake generally playing well with the Nagby save, but yeah, I mean, it. they had their chances there to cut back into it, but for the majority of the match, they were certainly outplayed.
0: Yeah. I think uh, for me, it was when Santos was stopped by, by Blake. Um, that's, that's when you go, okay, this is too hard for him. You know, uh, Kyle, were you, were you surprised that, that uh, Pedro was, was sent to the dock?
2: Yeah, I was. I mean, I, you know, uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, they practice those a lot during the during, you know, practice. And, and you know, I guess yeah. he might be your best one if he's if he's going up there with with Zardes and Zeller out there. Um, but I just thought it was a, a terrible shot. I mean, hell, I could have saved it. Uh, I mean, it was pretty easy. <laughs> Ke- Keegan would have had that one. Come yeah. Up. Yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, you just had to just move your hand uh, left and you would. I mean, there was hardly any pace and no movement. So I I, I thought that
0: uh, I I was surprised that that he was the one to get. Well, I guess you shouldn't be surprised. He's going to be one one of the guys you consider for that. But uh, I I, I, I'm not comfortable with him there if if, if I'm. if I'm a fan, really, and uh, not really comfortable as comfortable with with Zardes either, I'm I'm going with my man there. You know, uh, to me, I put Zeller Ryan on the dot. Any any questions or comments from you on that, Jacob? Before we move on here.
1: No, I mean you're always second guessing it, right? When the player misses and Pedro sent the goalie the other way the other two times he's taken it and has converted. So no, it's it's always a you can always question it when a player misses it, I suppose.
0: Right. It was such a devastating, um, to them. I mean, that just put a fork in them might've put a fork in their season right there. And, and as Jacob mentioned, um, it was, it was interesting. Their previous three games. I mean, you can go back. They, they took a point out of new England, um, on the 18th and they come back with, um, I, I think one of their two best performances of the year's performances, of the year certainly, uh, one of their two best home performances, um, they beat Montreal in the lower.com stadium uh, field two to one. Uh, and that was on the 25th. They come back on the 29th and they, they win the paper Campione's cup um, with a, a dose of zero victory over Cruz Azul. And you think, okay, maybe this is the crew team we haven't seen since, uh, since when Kyle <laughs> last year, <laughs> yeah, maybe since last year, since the end of last year or the beginning yeah. of last year, one of those. And uh uh, and then they, they, I mean, Philadelphia just, <laughs> New England was awesome, you know, three weeks ago. Um, and you have to, I mean, they, they've got 65 points in second place. Nashville has 47 and there's a reason, but Philadelphia didn't sweat much in this one, even a man down. Um, and, and that's what's so surprising about it. And Jacob, we should talk about this. Cause uh, both of us wrote about it from different angles, but you know, they came out and, uh, Afterwards, what their, their post game breakdown was um, was a bit. Uh, they expressed their surprise. Uh, said they were mystified. Uh, yeah, if they're going to throw a game like that up at this point in the year, uh, they're in they're in more serious trouble than we thought, and they're in really serious trouble.
1: Yeah, it was Caleb Porter who said he was he was mystified at how they could go from the Montreal and Cruz Azul game and put out a performance like that. And to be um, specific, he was more talking about the attack. Cause I think generally other than that transition goal um, and then Evan Bush had a ball go through his hands. He gave up that first goal that wasn't his best game, Uh, but the defense didn't bother me really much. It was just any time that Santos uh, Zardes Zellerion got the ball, even the, Outside backs or, or wing backs, because they played in that three-five-two with Stephen Morera and Milton Valenzuela. Those two could not connect at all with Santos Celeron or Zardes, and whenever they did get the ball, they often lost it. It, yeah. it was really a like callback to what we had seen a lot this year, and so that was uh, alarming to say the least. To put that performance in a game that they desperately needed. And then Josh Williams uh, kind of echoed, you know, similar lines is he said it was embarrassing, shocking. He criticized how the crew seemed to always perform worse on the road. Uh, and then he put the blame squarely on players and said it's not the coaching staff. It's not Caleb. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch the video yeah. on our website. Um, and, you know, you and I wrote about this, Mike. But, yeah, it was uh, incredibly frank and I think a absolutely fair assessment.
2: But I think some some of it needs to go towards 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 Caleb. I, I mean, I I think what you you get the red card in the sixty fourth minute, and then what what three minutes later you make two more defensive subs. I I know you 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 move some guys up forward, but Kyle, you're down to nothing. You're down Kyle, to nothing. Kyle Mc, Miguel Barry played what eight minutes in that game. Yeah, why don't you put him in right after the red card? Put him in. Play two strikers up top. Well, I think that's how they started, isn't it, Jacob? They, wow.
1: they started with and Santos, El Rayon and, and Zardes in that line of three yeah. up top. So Zardes was the only four, yeah. but to your, your point on the defensive subs, Kyle, I think that with Milton coming back from injury and Steven Marrera only playing his what second game since April or May, right. it was more kind of program subs. But certainly I, I think right. Miguel Berry only getting eight minutes, yeah. who's been their best player for two months basically is, is deserving of criticism. Well, That's yeah. fair.
0: He was, he was awesome against yeah. Cruz all you know. So as things stand, um, you know, they're in 10th place, gentlemen. They have 34 points. In 7th place, Montreal has 40. So six games to go. Um, they need – and they're uh, six points out of a playoff spot with three teams to jump. And uh, coming off last weekend, you have to think – we've been kind of poking them with a fork for a few weeks now, but you have to think, you have to think they're, they're pretty much done. Um, you know, and maybe we should have seen it coming. Uh, Jacob they're uh you know, I, I crunched some numbers yesterday, not, not even advanced numbers, not even XG. Um, and they're 12, 17 and nine with, uh, and they've been shut out 12 times in their past 38 regular season games. And that's, That's more than a season sample there. That's their last 38 games. A season is 34 games, 12, 17, and 9 with 12 shutouts. I mean, Jacob, this very well may be who they are. I mean, when we see them at their best uh, against Montreal, say, or Cruz Azul or the game against Chicago in the last game at the old Cruz Stadium, um, that may be their dig down very best, but not representative of who exactly they are.
1: Yeah, it's difficult to square away just how they begun the 2020 season with, what was it like 12 or 13 games? They had one loss or or something like that. And then as you just read out their record over the last 38, certainly I'm not going to go down this hole of injuries and all that stuff again, but yeah, it, it might be. I think we talked about the depth of this team a lot and that has not Really come to fruition, and you've also had a regression of quite a lot of their core that made up that MLS Cup Championship last year. That you expect to hang around for for the next few years on this team, as you said, they've got you know six, they're six points down, six games left. Uh, Five thirty-eight has them as a nine percent chance to make the playoffs. Now, I, I think you could, uh, if not stick the fork, maybe twist it a bit and, and bring your steak knife uh, as well, but they, they have to win out. Uh, that's, that's to get a, into don't,
0: don't butcher the metaphor, man. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, I mean, wh- who was it? Was it you or I who said three weeks ago, they would have no chance to make the playoffs. Uh,
2: I think you, that was you. I said they had a slight chance. <laughs> and Jacob was, uh, was kind of 50, 50.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think I was less than 50, 50, but yeah. Is uh, there they, any th- they don't have a shot at winning the shield.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough he's covering his shield so, so to speak yeah the shield um i mean it's it's we'll see what happens i'm looking forward more to you know this next round of world cup uh, guys um on on tomorrow the 7th of october um and it's a seven thirty game they're they're uh they got jamaica and austin at the q2 stadium that um uh, at pre-court horse thieves field or whatever it's called on the 10th. They're at Panama at six o'clock. And then uh, Wednesday the 13th, they're uh, they're here against Costa Rica. Um, And so uh, I I'm looking forward to this. Uh, uh, Kyle, who's 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 in camp or who's going to be with them when they travel um, to to Austin to play Jamaica on on Thursday?
2: I mean, they should have pretty much close to their full squad, except uh, probably, uh, you know, two or three of the top players in Pulsic Reina and Brooks. I believe Brooks has uh, had a bad back over the weekend, uh, but everybody else should be there. Um, you know, I'm excited to see what happens between Zach and Turner, uh, and goal. Um, you know, I hope Stefan least gets one game to kind of show that he's the number one. Uh, Turner has been playing really, really well. Uh, and then, um, I'm, I'm excited to see a couple of the younger guys, uh, Hoppy, uh, way. And uh, Musa is, is back after missing the first three games. Um, and then up top, I'm, I'm excited to see Zardes, um, you know, playing, you know, hopefully get a shot. And then, uh, you know, the Pepe train um, is uh full steam ahead.
0: Um, Jacob, the, the crew is, uh, has, has a lot of folks heading out uh, uh, overseas in this international window, correct?
1: Yeah. And you have, uh, Lucas uh, as well, who yeah. uh, announced he, he's going to be playing for Armenia. So I, I talked to him about that and his connection to Armenia. It's through his, his, uh, father's side. So go read that online. But so Lucas will be making his debut for Armenia and they are actually in second place right now. So they, in their group, so they could, uh, advance to the next stage and actually have a shot at making world cup. Uh, so it's Lucas, uh, Jonathan Mensa for Ghana, Liam Fraser for Canada, Jossi Zardes for the U.S., and then Luis Diaz for Costa Rica. So you'll have uh, Luis Diaz and Jossi Zardes here in Columbus on October 13th, playing against each other. What's what's the chances Diaz scores? I was, I was talking. I was talking. I think, to he, I think
0: he'll miss wide. Yeah. I was just I wide. was talking
1: with a crew fan of that just. Worst case scenario, uh, he, he's gonna be the one to you know, even a game or, or win a game given he scored uh, one goal and however many games here for Columbus.
0: <laughs> well, Kyle, it'd be I would think that uh, that Greg Burhalter, the coach, would would uh start Zardis here in his own building,
2: yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, what you got, what um, what's one in Austin, one in was it Panama, and then back here, yeah. So, That's I mean, correct. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think they're going to rotate and, you know, I think, yeah. Why wouldn't
1: you? Right. Zach Steffen in Columbus. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Oh, that's,
2: that's
0: cool. All right, Kyle, who would you start and goal at uh, or against Jamaica in, in Austin, which is the, the world soccer capital.
2: I mean, I still think uh, as much as Turner has been awesome, you go with the guy from Man City. I mean, I think he's going to get uh, up against the, you know, some of the best players in the world day in and day out. And I know he doesn't have the game, you know, quote unquote, you know, game action. Uh, But I think he can do it. I don't know. I, I think to this point, Turner's brought him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I go with the, I go with
0: the guy who brung you. Uh, that's, that's my opinion. But although you can't go wrong either way, Jacob, is there anything else you want to add um uh regarding the, the local uh, Columbus
1: crews before, before we hang up here? Well, I think we should talk a little bit about what Josh Williams said after the game. And I mean, oh, absolutely. you kind of, you you kind of parsed a little bit of, of what he said, um, a little you know, bit. Yeah. yeah, go ahead.
0: I, I can go through that. Um, and and the thing is, um, I listened to that a couple three times, and I would encourage anyone to do it. And you think you, you think, okay, what's he saying? What does he mean? And and he makes some very declarative statements um, with some very simple sentences. And if you just extrapolate, if you if you take each of those statements to their logical conclusions, it it paints a pretty dark picture. Not that that's shocking or anything, but for instance, he said, quote, everyone should be wanting to play every day. And he meant this time of year. And he said, I'm ready to play every other day. And when he says that, you have to think not everyone is. And when he says, you know, everyone should be playing for their jobs. Everyone should, uh, 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 he said, you want to play, you better perform in practice, and then you better perform on the field. And so, The natural or the logical extension of that is there's some people that are playing very comfortably and it's not exactly a meritocracy at this point. And if that's the case, and again, I'm just speculating here. I mean, that's that's a culture they've created for themselves, uh, led by the coach. Um, He said, as long as you're taking care of yourself off the field, you should be fine. And that means playing frequently in this compressed schedule at this time of the year. As long as you're taking care of yourself, you should be fine. To me, that says, okay, who's going to Urban Myers Chop House here? Uh, in games, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, nice. I, I'm, I'm thinking some people aren't taking care of themselves. Where uh, obviously he, he presented this sort of unbidden because this was in the middle of a very frustrated, almost despondent, and I won't call it a rant. I'd call it more of a, I don't know, uh, peroration. Um, I'm sick of how we come out in the road. Do we want to make the playoffs or not? Um, of course, this is a longstanding frustration. Jacob has gotten into it in more detail. But yeah, th- it's a much longer uh obviously it's more than five lines, what, what Josh Williams talked about. I listened to it a couple of times, transcribed it once, and uh that's what occurred to me is that like, okay, here's a hint, here's a hint, here's a hint, here's a hint. And in twenty twenty-one, the second year of COVID and and closed uh uh locker rooms and uh walled, uh, stadiums, um, uh, with no access and, uh, teams bunkered in anyway, uh, because that's the way they prefer it. I mean, this is, this is kind of all you get. You get a, a really smart, a homegrown veteran who knows his way around here. Um, and, uh, he seems to be the only one who's really pissed off.
1: Yeah, I think it was all, all that stuff. It's, I think a, fa- a fair read on what he said. To me, take it as a whole. It just.
0: So Jacob, Jacob, you didn't think it was a fair read. No, I did. Oh, did. I
1: know. Oh, that's, yeah,
0: that's good. No, I,
1: I did, I did think that. I didn't read into it as much as you did, and you and I talked about that on the phone. But kind of reading how you put it, yeah, I, I, I think that is right. And looking at it as a whole, it, it just screams: not enough people care like they should. And I think just watching the team this season, that is really obvious to a lot of people and as much as some top players have struggled like I I wrote about this and and it's I think he'd be honest Lucas Elrion has not played to the level he's he's capable of and he played last year although at times he has uh, he disappeared a little last year too but he's not issue. you can see how much he cares same with Pedro Santos who hasn't played well I think they care a lot
0: I, I agree with you there, and I was going to ask Kyle about this too. But please continue, Jacob, because like you know, I, I would say those two guys yeah. care a lot, and, right. and you can see the effort there and the passion. Yeah. Um, but where, where but are there there are people, uh, and, uh, I mean, the, wh- where's the wing play been all season? Yeah, for one thing.
2: Uh, I, I think you're right, but also, I mean, look where this team would be without on. I mean, look how many goals he's had from the. Totally you know, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I get it. Oh, I, I, I think crazy. Josh I, I think Josh is acting like a like a captain, but I think it's about a month too late, you know, you know, to go with five games to go after another lackluster, you know, road shutout, um where you know, where they're where they're not scoring goals. You know, I, I you know, I think it's hard I I think it's extremely hard probably with this team because I don't think I don't think uh you know uh, Mensa is that vocal captain, uh, you know. I don't think it, it's in him to call people out like Josh did, and I think Josh did what was needed, but uh, like a month
1: late. <laughs> well, and, they gotta, he he was hurt a lot of that time too, I, and, and that's yeah. not to say that this stuff wasn't being said behind closed doors. No. I knowing I, I'm not going to pretend yeah. to know Josh super super well, just because there's we don't know these athletes like we think we do. But as much as I know Josh. As much as anybody in the on the beat knows Josh, I right. don't think anyone would doubt he raises these concerns yeah. um, behind closed doors. But I, I do think he's yeah. the vocal guy. Yeah. Mensa is more the maybe organizer on yeah. the field. I also think this is where missing our tour is probably yeah. a big deal as one who would kind of organize and call people out as well. Um, so there there are reasons for this and, and the hangover MLS. It's, it's all inexcusable, yeah. which is what Josh his main point was Where? well you know part of it to me
0: and i, I put this in my column is is okay jonathan Mensa's your captain has jonathan menza missed a game this year or at least one or two games this year because he was quarantined because he had to be quarantined because he
1: didn't have a covid shot he's missed at least one and yeah. it's remaining to be seen if he'll miss another when he okay. gets back from Ghana. yeah
0: so that's your captain And uh, we can talk about cultural differences or religion or whatever you want. But if I'm in that locker room and my captain is missing games because he won't get a COVID shot, I can't be happy about that's my captain. So and management is saying to me, it's okay if you miss games. We don't care. You had other players, too. Is not the goalkeeper. uh, Does he has he missed games because he's had the quarantine? So now I got my captain who's on the back line. And I got my goalkeeper who don't even care enough about me or the team to get a shot, so they can play in important games. So, like you know, I look. I'm not saying that's the whole ball of wax here, but I'm. I would submit that that's probably a, a contributor to this kind of thing. It, the, the there's a disjointed nature to all of this, and uh, uh, that certainly may be one of the one of the wedges or shivs that uh, that is sticking
2: in it. I think it could be one of them. I mean, I, obviously, when 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 winning isn't on the table and you're not winning like you did last year, stuff bubbles up. I mean, winning tears everything. But I mean, I I, I think it's more of Jacobson. It's a uh, more more of some of the some of the uh, supporting players not not doing what they're supposed to. I think injuries. I think this team and I think all three of us didn't realize how how our tour's injury really kind of messed up how Porter likes to kind of move things around and kind of, you know, he's like the, you know, as much as Nagby has been really, really well, I think like, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was that big of an injury and I, and, and maybe, maybe it is. And, you know, I, I don't know. know. I don't, know. basically so you, got,
0: Aiden, you got, Aiden getting hurt, I mean, you're, you're basically, you have, you have important players skipping games. I would submit yeah. that that's that, that that's problematic as well. But we're going to start, we're starting to go around in circles there. Jacob, very good call there. I don't know why this is going on. Anything else, Jacob, before we sign off?
1: I just think the final six games, I'm going to really be watching, you know, who, who I think might be gone after this year. I I don't think that it's, I don't think it's out of the question. I feel like it's pertinent to uh, make some significant roster. I'm not talking about dipping into the core, but just a lot of those uh, contributing players and specifically at the. At the winger position, just who might not be around next year?
0: Kyle, how many games do they have to win of the last six to have a chance to get in the playoffs? Five out of six, and hope for some chaos. <laughs> yeah, you know it's at least four, and probably four yeah. is not enough. Four is not enough without a lot of help. Yeah. So I mean they're they're in a, they're in an awful dire straits here.
1: If if they if they win four, that puts them at so they're thirty four now, twelve points, so it'd be forty six. In the bottom bar right now is 40. You're talking about over the next six games, a team averaging one point per game. I think that's, that's too low. So I would say at minimum five. And maybe even winning all six doesn't get you in.
0: Ooh. So that's it, folks, for today, the uh, 6th of October 2021. As we wrap it up, it's coming up on 10 a.m. And uh, the crew has uh, the next two weeks off as an international window opens. Um, and then they have Miami here, and the return of uh, Will Trap, and uh, they're at Nashville on the twentieth. No, Will,
1: Will's in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh the cheese! Wow, she's. It is and the return they, of Federico Iguain. Yeah. Uh, let me
0: let me let me restate that. So that's that's it for today, Wednesday, the sixth of October, twenty twenty-one. The crew has the next two weeks off as as. Uh, international window opens for world cup qualifying the crew returns uh, on uh, the 16th of october with the game against miami here will trap will not be with miami he's he's with minnesota which i didn't know To you guys yelled at me and then nashville on the 20th that's at nashville uh, the red bulls here on the 23rd and then there's two more games and just october's they compressed and busy at the end you can look it up for yourselves for kyle robertson the finest photographer since ansel adams and jacob myers are our, our fine crew beat writer who's um taking the weekend off uh, i'm mike a race thank you for joining us and patrick Flaherty, podfather kick us out of here